want to welcome you to Diving Into Deeper Waters with Erin Rowling, where we don't just put our toes in or stay in the shallow end, because what's the fun in that, but where we dive into real-life topics and use God's Word to help us navigate this thing called life. So welcome. So we are going on week seven of the kids being home from school, and so I'm just going to preference this podcast with the fact that if you hear any loud noises, um, it would be my children. Um, Even though I have like nestled myself in my room and I've put a podcast uh, recording sign on the door, let's just say the natives are a little restless today, and so it just is what it is, people. (laughs) right? You get me. So anyways, I am excited for today's topic because the topic is more. And I kind of wanted to start off with a question. Um, Have you ever desired more? Now I'm not talking like uh, more money or like more of a like bigger house or I'm not talking about like those kinds of more. I'm talking about like just more in your life? Like the kind of the question is, like, have you ever felt like, is there more? Uh, when my husband and I started uh, our church, Hope Community Christian Church, we were on a trip and we had this kind of like question building in both of us. And finally, we had the time to just kind of explore this question of more. Is there more? Like we were doing great things. We were Uh, helping with a church that we loved and were a big part of that and raising our four kids and all this stuff. But there was this kind of nagging feeling and not in a bad way, but just this question of, is there more? And I remember as that, that feeling kept building, I knew that we were about to embark on a journey to answer that question. And this podcast, I wanted to just share with you kind of how this podcast came into being because it's been a journey of once again, more. That whole feeling of, is there more? About three years ago, um, I had been following some women that I really looked up to on Instagram and they were going to different places and speaking and I have had for many years a deep desire to be a speaker, I've attended some amazing women conferences and I would sit there and think, okay, God, I think that one day I'm supposed to do this, but just on that whole journey. And, and so there's women that I really look up to and I kind of not like study them, like not in a weird way, (laughs) but just like how they put their messages together and stuff like that and who they are as women and, They've really spoken into my life and been instrumental in different aspects of my pursuit of God. And um, I, I was watching them and they were going off here and going off there. And I kind of came to this spot where I think it was like two podcasts ago where I said, you can get real with God. So I got real with God and I was just like, okay, God. And the way I'm going to say this, I don't want you to think like, oh, she was just like saying, well, why not me? Because that really wasn't the spirit of what I felt. It was more just like, what, how do I get to be like them? 
not be them, but just like that desire to have that in my life and to pursue that kind of um, yearning in my spirit, if you will. And so I will say this, if you're going to ask God a question, you better be ready for the answer because I have found sometimes I think I ask things and I'm not really expecting him to answer maybe, or (laughs) I just kind of, I don't know what I'm thinking when I ask it. I don't know. But anyways, as soon as I asked it, I just felt like he spoke to my heart and was just kind of like, in order to be like them, you are going to have to dedicate yourself on a deeper level than where you're at. Because that, what they're doing, there's a lot that goes into it. And if you want that, it wasn't like he was like, you want that? That's a wrong want. Because God God puts the desires in our heart. Like, I truly believe that. And there has been desires in my heart that I'm really glad he didn't fulfill. Like, seriously, like, I'm glad he did not fulfill those things. But that there's others' desires that he, when he plants the desire, like he's going to back it up and he's going to bring it to fruition and everything's going to happen exactly the way he wants it. And so I, I didn't feel like I was asking for something that I wasn't supposed to be asking for. But his answer to me was like, hey, girl, if you want that, it's going to require something of you. And you're going to have to be super intentional in order to get to that place because those women have really committed themselves to a journey and to being an intentional person and their walk with me. That didn't just come. That, And so I realized in that moment that the Lord was kind of like uh, giving me a like, if you want that, this is what you need to do kind of thing. And you either need to commit to that or it's not going to happen kind of thing. That's kind of what I was feeling in the moment. And I realized that I couldn't just wish for it, but that it was going to cost me something in order to get to that place. Like that in order to go on this journey, it was going to be it wasn't just going to happen. I wasn't going to be like, poof, okay, I'm an international speaker. No, it was going to require something of me. And then that, um, I, I really realized that intentional became a big part of my life in that moment. And one of the ways that I became intentional, so I was like, okay, all right, here is God posing this kind of like question to me, like, are you in or are you out? Like, it's your decision. Like, do you want to do it or don't you want to do it? And so in that moment, like I was like, yes, I, I want to do this. So what do I need to do? And so I felt to get a notebook. Now I have been one of those people. I'm not a journaler. Um, I kind of have jotted things down here and there. And I actually the other day thought I need to find some of my old notebooks. I need to kind of go through them because there was a time where I was doing well with jotting things down, but I felt like get a notebook that's specific to ideas. Because for me, a lot of times, like when I'm in the shower or different things, I will get an idea for a message, but I'm not faithful to write it down. 
which is not being obedient. So I was like, okay, anything that comes into my mind, I'm going to like write it in a notebook or I'm going to write it in the pages of my phone. And I'm just going to start writing everything that I think of that I think could be a potential message or just as an idea or what it, whatever it is, I'm going to commit myself to that. And then I also felt that I needed to kind of go on a fast. Now, when I say fast, I'm sure you're probably like, I don't know, when I would hear the word fast, I would kind of be like, what? I hate fasting. I used to fast as a kid and I think it was on Sunday nights we would fast after from like after church so no lunch until night and then we'd have popcorn or something and I used to beg my friends if I could go over to their house on Sundays because I wanted to eat I I didn't really like understand what fasting was like I was a kid anyways so um But I felt like the Lord was like, okay, you need to fast. And the first year I fasted, um, it was, you know, not like anything intense or anything like that. But I did ask for, I felt to ask for a word and the Lord said intentional, start being intentional. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, should I be asking for a word? Well, I had a friend, my friend Amanda actually has had like words for every year of her life, I think. And I used to think, oh, I don't really have that. You know what? Things like that, the Lord will put in you if it's something you should be doing or sometimes don't don't take your spiritual walk and like compare it to others because sometimes God is requiring certain things of people that he's not requiring of you. I think we can, I know I've I've done that. When I see one of my friends doing something and I'm like, oh my goodness, I should be doing that. And the Lord is not asking that of me. So just be careful with that to just be like, you know, don't compare yourselves, number one. And if it's something God wants you to do, he'll, he'll tell you to do it. And I knew for me, I was, I needed to ask. And that first year I did it, I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be an every year thing. I just knew I was supposed to ask for a word. And the Lord was like, if you want to go on this journey, then you're going to have to get a lot more intentional with your walk with me. And so that was like three years ago. Um, Fast forward to this last year, this last January, um, I went on a pretty intense fast the year before I gave up coffee. Yeah, I'm just going to be honest. That's... I feel like the Lord could ask me for pretty much anything and it's okay. But I I know it sounds stupid. Some of you are like coffee. <laughs> I don't know because you know it's weird. I can go some days and I don't even drink coffee. That's rare. But um usually I'm a like two cup, you know, morning and afternoon cup a day person. So, but as soon as like I feel like God asked me to give up coffee, it's like horrible. Like I wake up on that Monday to start it. And I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's just, I guess the Lord knows what's in my heart and that I love coffee, coffee and popcorn. That's another one. I, it's hard for me to go without popcorn, but anyways, so I go on a three week fast and this one was, 
had a lot to do with uh, super strict eating um, and stuff like that. So I was tired. I was cranky. The first two weeks, nothing. Abs Zippo, like nothing from the Lord. I mean, I actually felt, um, instead of feeling like spiritually revived, I felt like spiritually dead. I'm just going to be honest. I literally felt nothing. And I was, I was like, okay, God, I, I'm giving you my coffee. I'm giving you my popcorn. I gave up Netflix. I gave up Hulu. I gave up Facebook. That one really wasn't that hard because sometimes y'all drive me nuts on Facebook. Like seriously, but that one's not real hard. But anyways, the next books and Hulu one's kind of hard for me. But <laughs> I was like, okay, I gave up all this stuff and nothing. And so going into that third week, I was like, this is not, no, I'm not giving up that stuff for nothing. So I went into that week and sometimes I wonder if God needs us to show that we're really going to follow through. And I kind of felt like I had a Jacob moment where Jacob was wrestling with God and he took hold of him and he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. That's how I went into that third week. Like you and I, we're going to meet and we're going to have some time. And we, I am not going out of this third week without you revealing yourself to me. And so I took hold of him and I was adamant about it. And it ended up being an amazing week. I felt to ask for a word, didn't receive one for this, for this year. Um, but he gave me some awesome messages and it was just some beautiful times with him and it was great. So I go on my merry little way out of this fast and, but just really began to feel, and I know this feeling because I had it when we started our church, I had this feeling of more. I, I knew there was something more. And I knew that me being dedicated to write down every thought, to be intentional over the last three years was coming, like it was like gurgling up to the top and something was about to happen, but I didn't, first of all, did not know what that was, which that is a very hard place to be when you know that there's more, that there's something that God's going to reveal to you, but you don't know what it is. And sometimes you can have like this fear of like, am I going to miss it? Am I going to know what it is? Am I like praying enough? Am I like, we can way over analyze it, which I think I maybe was doing a little bit because I have friends who um, have blogs and who do things on um, Instagram live and all of this stuff. And I would see it and not that I was like, oh, I want that. But I would just ask the Lord, like, is that it? Am I supposed to do that? Um, I don't really think he wants me to write a blog because I can't write very well. And let me just tell you, I've even had fear with writing down all of my thoughts because I've told our women at the gathering before. I'm an awful speller and I just don't care anymore. Aside that maybe sounds really bad, but it just is a hiccup in my writing and my thought process. So I don't care if I spell it right anymore because it just slows me down. 
and I would probably write the same word five times and still not get it right. So I just gave that up. I released that. <laughs> Some of you are like, no, you should probably learn how to spell. I don't care. But anyways, so I um, basically, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, so it was welling up inside me. I was asking God, what is it? And, um, you know, he's so, I, I just think God has a sense of humor because he just does things totally different than how we do them. Here I am like, okay, what is it? What is it? What am I supposed to be doing? And like trying to figure it out and everything. And then it's on a trip to the grocery store, which I do not like grocery store, like shopping at the grocery store. And I know like some of you do the, where you get the, they do it for you. And I'm just too much of a control freak. I know it's stupid people. I get it. But like, I'm like, are they going to pick the right cucumber? Are they going to make sure my apples aren't getting dented? Like these are the stupid things in my head that I think of. That's why I don't do it. And I know it's dumb. I I will say though, had they had that when my kids were little, I probably would have gotten over it. But now that I don't take my kids to the store, whatever. Anyways. So on the way to the grocery store, I love it because it's quiet and I am just driving along. Just sometimes I'll sing like worship music to myself or just talk to God out loud or whatever, or just sit and be quiet. And the word podcast like came out of nowhere. And I was like, it like kind of startled me like podcast, like <laughs> where is that coming from? And because I don't listen to podcasts and I don't know anything about podcasts, so why would he be saying podcast? That that was just baffling me. But I also know God well enough that I know when he's speaking and I know when I need to listen. So this is where I need help because sometimes I just will not listen the first time. So I start to put like these little fleeces out when I feel like God wants me to do something. So I texted my daughter, Amanda, who's off at college. And I was like, okay, that like her generation is like the podcast generation. Not saying if you're older, you don't listen to them, but I'm just saying their generation, they know all about them. They're really into them. So I thought, well, I'll ask her because she's, her and I are very honest And so I know she'll be honest with me. So I just texted her and said, hey, if I started a podcast, do you think anyone would listen? Kind of hoping she would say, "Mm, mom, I don't really think you should do that. So I waited. She texted me before I got back home. Yes, in all capital letters, you should totally do that. I even asked some of my friends and they said they would listen. And I was like, oh, whoops. Okay, so... I thought, okay, the next person I'll go through is my husband, who also does not know what podcasts are, I don't think. And so we're unloading the groceries, and I say to him, hey, hon, I think I'm supposed to start a podcast. And he's like, oh, really? And literally, as I said that, my friend Marcy texts me and sends me a podcast and says, 
hey, I just wanted to share this with you. It's really good. And this lady reminds me of you. Now, no one has ever sent me a podcast before that I can remember. If you're listening to this, like, well, I've sent you 10. Well, I don't remember. (laughs) Sorry. I don't think so. But anyways, it was just crazy timing. And I was like, and he was like, well, you should look into it. So I start looking into it immediately overwhelmed, like of all the stuff you have to do. Like you have to have a platform and you have to do this. You know, da, da, da. I was like, okay, this is probably not, I'm, I think I'm missing it. So a couple of days later, I'm cleaning my basement, which is rare, but we have two cats down there and there's, oh, see this is why I don't like animals because the cat hair. Ugh. Anyways, so I'm vacuuming down there and stuff and I feel this little nudge in my spirit call Kara and ask her to help you with the podcast, which Kara is a friend of mine. Um, She is part of my team for the gathering, which is for the women at our church, a mini conference that we do. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know if I should do that. And I'm like, I think she'd be really good at it. Like I know her skills and I think she'd be really good at it. But I'm like, uh, no, because again, you know, if you don't tell anybody, then you don't really have anybody to make you accountable. So I'm like, if I tell another person, then they're going to ask me. And so anyways, she, I call her, finally call her. I sit down, I'm sitting in the dark. I don't know what's wrong with me, people, but I don't know why I thought sitting in the dark, <laughs> like, you know, sometimes it's weird what goes through your mind. Like maybe the rejection will be easier if you're sitting in the dark. I don't know. But that's what I did. Kara probably doesn't even know that she's listening to this podcast going, what? But anyways, I call her and I say, hey, and I probably said it fast. I don't know. I was like, hey, Kara, I was thinking about starting a podcast. I wonder if you could help me. If you'd be interested in helping me, you can think about it. (laughs) And she goes, a podcast, huh? And I'm like waiting. I'm like bracing myself. And she says, Actually, uh, at our last gathering meeting, I was thinking about saying to you, I think you should start a podcast. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, I just didn't think it was the right timing and stuff. She goes, so yes, I think you should totally do that. And I would love to help you. And I just thought, oh, okay. Like super excited that she would be willing to help me, but yet kind of scared because it just feels like God is just like, not letting it go and just bringing confirmation. And then the next thing, my future son-in-law, Frank, who works at Apple is like, oh, I heard you were thinking about starting a podcast. Did you know you can do your podcast right from your phone? And this is how you do it. And I can show you. And I was like, oh my gosh. So, and I can tell you, I was also scared to tell anybody else because you don't know if they're going to think that you're crazy or like, why would you do that? I mean, you're kind of putting yourself out there and that can be a really scary place to be. But at the same time, it's beneficial because that could really be the thing that helps you pursue what you're supposed to be pursuing. I will say this as a disclaimer, and I've said this before, um, is you need to be careful with who you tell that to. Um, I have an amazing team of people in my life friends that have my back. And I know that if they needed to tell me that I shouldn't do something, they would do it in love and not 
in a way that would be harmful to me, but also are going to kind of give me the kick in the pants, which is exactly what happened because um, I kind of told our whole women's gathering I was going to do the podcast, and then I went to record it, the first one, and I taped it. I didn't even get a few seconds into it. I started crying, and my friend Carmen texted me at that moment about something else, and I was like, I don't think I can do this, and she was like, text me back and said, do it again. Just do it again. So because I made myself accountable, this podcast we're on podcast four. Like that would not have happened had I not done that because I would have just said, well, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't make myself accountable. Therefore, I don't have to do it. But I just wanted to share with you a little bit what I have learned about more. And I actually looked up the definition of more and it the definition is an additional desire to a higher degree. And because more is like saying, I think sometimes when we think that people want more, they're not satisfied with where they're at in a bad way. But I, and I think that can be true sometimes, but a lot of times when I think of the more in my life, it really was the Lord saying, Hey, there's, let's go, let's go to a higher degree. Let's I'm putting additional desires in your heart because we could maybe on our own just kind of stay complacent with where we're at, where God is saying like, hey, let me take you deeper. And so my more journey started three years ago with this podcast, had no idea it was going to be a podcast. And I can tell you one thing else is his timing is not ours. I did not know three years ago that this, I was not about to embark on a journey back then. More requires a dedication to the process. And the process often takes time because he usually has a lot to teach us. And, or maybe that's just me. (laughs) Maybe he's like, when I call Aaron no more, um, it's not going to be a quick thing. Because even when we started our church, when it was time for the more to happen, I've, I feel like it's been quick, but the process before, but that takes dedication to being intentional to the process so that when he gets us to that space of like revealing to us what the more is or really building that up in us, the more it's just like builds and builds and builds and builds till we can't like turn a blind eye to it because we know it's about to happen we have to be ready. And he has to do a lot of stuff in us a lot of times to get us ready for that. Um, My big word is obedience. That is so much my word this year is just being obedient. I didn't know on that day three years ago why I needed to be obedient. I couldn't see the blessing on the other side of the obedience. But I knew in that moment that I was being called to be faithful, to follow through on something. And out of being willing to be obedient, that he was going to take me on that journey. And there have been so many times, I can be honest, I haven't wanted to be obedient. But it takes me back to when we started our church. I had read a whole passage of scripture on 
what it, what, when you aren't obedient, what happens and what happens when you are. And so that has really, really stuck with me. And I never want to disobey God. I don't want to be like Jonah and go my own way because God's going to get you there anyway. So you might as well go the easy way, people. (laughs) I have learned that more comes at a price. Yes. I can tell you God messes with my sleep. I love sleep, people. I do not like to be woken up. I've said this before. I'll say it again. And this message of more actually came at 3.30 in the morning, and I was fully annoyed. Like, the Lord woke me up, and I was just like, I laid there like like a stubborn little kid. (laughs) Just like, I knew it was coming. I knew that the things that I needed to write down, and... That was one of the things he he said. He said, more comes at a price. And right now, I'm taking your sleep from you, girl. So just be obedient and start writing it down. So I would write something down, put the phone down. Be like, okay, are you done, God? Nope. He'd give me the next thing. Oh, put it down. I was, oh, it comes, but the it's it comes at a price. Yes, it does. And I don't know what that price is for you. For me, it's just been my sleep lately. <laughs> but It also means we have to make ourselves vulnerable. And I, as I was thinking this through at 3.30 in the morning, the God just kept bringing to my mind about his disciples when he called his disciples. And uh, you can find that um, passage of scripture in Matthew 4 uh, verses 18 through 22, if you want to read it. But there they were, the disciples, doing their thing. And then Jesus comes along and he calls them. And he says, come follow me. And it says immediately they follow. See, when they heard the call and they, the one who was calling them, they were in for the more. There was more. There had to be something about Jesus because you you know when Jesus is calling you. You know it. So I can only imagine if he was in physical form and he was calling them, they knew there was more. And the more was going to cost them, but it was worth it. It's impressive that they did it immediately because I can't say that I'm like that. <laughs> I guess I kick and scream a little bit and it's not immediate, but that's amazing that they immediately, they followed and they gave up everything that they had known, everything that had been a part of their life and they followed. He said, come and they followed. So my question is to you is what is your more? What are you willing to give up for more? Because you will have to give some stuff up. There are certain things that I know that when I do them, I'll I'll just give you an example. Uh, Different shows we watch. Um, Just going to get real with you. I look for different shows because, you know, right now, with the situation we're in, we want something to watch. And sometimes I let my guard down a little bit on what I watch and what I allow into my mind. And actually, before I went to record this podcast, I felt like the Lord said, you need to give up that show because, you know, it's, it's not, it's not bringing anything, adding any life to your life. (laughs) 
and he asked for it. Now, that may seem like a stupid thing, but I do know I don't want anything between me and the Lord in my walk with him. And when he's calling me to do things that I would put anything that would block what I need to receive from him in order to do what he's calling me to do. So maybe there's stuff that you have to give up that he's asking you to give up. I don't know. I can't be the one to tell you, but sometimes we know in our spirit and I know in my spirit, I got to, I need to be careful what I'm putting into my mind because that could definitely be something that blocks me from what he's trying to say to me. Are you ready to be obedient? It's hard sometimes to be obedient, but are you ready to be obedient? Because like I said before, you don't want to be like Jonah, just running off doing his own thing. Just, Just submit. Dedicate yourself to the process. There's going to be a price and it may not be easy. And maybe not everybody understands what you're doing, but in that time, surround yourself with people who do. But it's, it's worth it. Now, maybe you're like, I don't know what the more is. Ask. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Let me just get say this. Like I said before, get ready though. If you're going to ask, he's going to tell you. Because I, I believe God has more for all of us. In different ways, it might look different in different seasons. I think there was more when my kids were little. There were things that God was requiring more of me as a mom and to make me a better mom. And now that my kids are getting older, he's moving me into different areas of more. More can look a different in everybody's life. But I think he's always asking for more. And he's getting us prepared for more because he loves us and he wants to bring out the most potential in us. So ask. And maybe some of you are like, I'm afraid to ask. Well, the beautiful thing about God is if he's asking you to do something, I've said this too, he's going to be there. If you don't feel worthy, I read this and I just thought this was really powerful because I can honestly say I don't feel worthy. There is nothing about me that makes me more special to do anything. Nothing. I'm not more special than anybody. God doesn't love me more or doesn't love your favorite preacher more or love someone else more than you. He loves you and he wants to use you in the way that he is calling you into. So if you don't feel like you're worthy, which a lot of times that's normal, we don't feel like we're worthy. I read in Luke 5 verses 8 through 11, It was when Jesus called Simon Peter, and Simon Peter's response was this. He said, go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Uh, Simon Peter did not feel worthy. He didn't feel worthy to be called at all. Maybe you don't feel worthy. But Jesus' response is, don't be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. Jesus was saying, hey, don't be afraid of the call because I'm going to enable you. Come with me, and it's going to be fine. So if you're answering the call to more, don't be afraid, and don't look at who you are, because, yeah, in ourselves, I've got nothing to offer. But with Jesus, that's a different story. Listen, 
I'm going to pray that you embark on this journey of more. Please. It, it's so sad to me when I see people staying complacent, when I see them not embracing the more that I believe God has for them in their lives. Don't do that, please. Don't become complacent. Ask, what do you want from me, God? I'm willing, I'm ready. And then when he calls you, when the timing is right after he's gotten you prepared and prepped and seasoned and all of those things, just follow. This podcast is called Diving Into Deep Waters because we're not staying in the shallow end because what's there in the shallow? But there's some incredible things in the deep end. So thanks for diving in with me and let's do more.